healthy family. Coaches Ashley and Monica here back with another episode of The Healthy Life. Monica, how was your last week? It was so good. Last week, I was riding a high after we recorded the podcast. And I just was in such a great mood. It was just such a good episode. And so I went into my Monday last week ready to tackle the week. And that really helped set me up for success because Tuesday I had my member meeting first thing Tuesday morning and I was still riding that high. And, you know, by Wednesday, pump day, I kind of bottoming out a little bit. But once we got to Thursday, I was back on top. And, um, you know, I had a really good week last week and I stepped on the scale for the first time. And while we're not going to be focusing just on the number, I was very happy with what I saw. And it really made me feel better about myself to where I put on a cute fall outfit and just rocked out for the rest of the week. The the low in um, Texas was 53 one day with a high of 80. And for us, that's cool weather. So I was super excited for a little bit of fall. And yeah, it was just such a good week. What about you? We had an awesome week too. Uh, Here in Ohio, we have definitely hit fall weather. Yesterday was a high of 55, which was, I think it made it the coldest day of the year, obviously, since like winter and whatnot. And we chose that day to go to um, a somewhat local pumpkin patch and corn maze place. Oh my gosh, it was so cold, but I was secretly enjoying it the whole time anyway. We just bundled up, got our boots on, got lost in the corn maze. It's I love doing that stuff. It is just yes. so much fun. My girls enjoyed it. I got um I get pictures of them every year. They always have this little measurement picture with like mm-hmm. the roller or whatever that you stand next to. Both of my girls, they are five and twelve, grew five inches each. Oh my goodness. Since this time last year, I was like, oh my gosh, you just don't really see it at the time that it's happening, how much they grow in a year until you look back. And so I know that's a little bit of a side rant, but it's just, it's crazy to see the growth in my girls and, you know, it makes you sentimental a little bit. <laughs> I know. I love that. Oh my goodness. I was just thinking about how I wanted to get to the pumpkin patch. I was looking at sentimental. I was looking at pictures of my niece from last year when my parents took her to the pumpkin patch and she was just this little bean and now she's walking and I was like, I really want to go to the pumpkin patch. If y'all know, I don't like pumpkin, but I love the pumpkin patch and I really want to get some delicious apple cider or fresh, Mm -hmm. um, you know, apple donuts, something that gives me that fall vibe without the cold weather. Absolutely. And y'all, a side note to that, if you haven't checked out the Healthy blog lately, go to healthyapp.com. That's healthy with an I. Check out the blog section. It's called The Kaleidoscope. And Monica just had a blog article published of everything not pumpkin spice. <laughs> if you are a pumpkin hater or you just like to experience other fall flavors, you had some amazing ideas with the cinnamon, the butterscotch, salted caramel, the apples yes. and pears. It was a really, really good read. And I was super happy to be able to publish it. And I hope it gives a lot of people some really good ideas. Thank you. Yes. Fall is more than pumpkin spice, y'all. And there's nothing wrong with that. But some of us want to enjoy some other flavors. And I have really been digging the fall flavors. That's what has helped me stay on track with my journey is bringing in some of those fall flavors into my protein coffees in the morning. Yeah. And it makes you feel all warm and cozy. I love it. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. So excited. (laughs) Now, speaking of healthy, obviously, since we work with healthy, this is a healthy podcast. And we know that 
it's all about everything weight loss and wellness related. But I wanted to bring up a topic that's kind of near and dear to me. I know it is to you too. I know it is to some of the other coaches that do the member meetings. And it's something that I want you to like, I want you to be able to shift your focus. When we think weight loss and wellness, we all start thinking about that number on the scale. We're worrying about what we weigh. But I want to shift that focus from just weight loss to something like body composition. Think of that versus plain old weight loss um, because it's going to change the way we look at getting healthier. And so first of all, I want you guys to just momentarily forget about obsessing over the scale. For momentarily forget about that number on the scale. It's time to think bigger on it. Let's go bigger and beyond that number. And it's going to center around your overall well-being because that's what we truly want, I feel like. I mean, yes, of course, we want to do this to lose weight. We want to do this to look better. But you also need to think about the long-term effects and feeling better. Yeah, I I really think that finding that number beyond and that change beyond the scale is super important because what do you do once you hit your goal weight? What's right. next? And so don't wait until you get there to figure it out. Start thinking about that now, especially if you're someone who your ultimate goal is to lose a lot of weight. You need to start thinking about body recomposition now. And I will say, and I hope she is listening, there is a wonderful healthy member meeting coach, Coach Delicia. She's a new coach. And I know that she is very passionate about body body recomposition. She talks about it in her meetings. And I think it is such a great mindset shift. As someone who has lost over 100 pounds, I have a lot of loose skin and I feel that maybe I waited a little bit too long to think about body recomposition. And so now I'm thinking, how do I lose some of the fat, but really think about gaining more muscle, which is somewhere that I've shifted my focus to. And I know that you've talked Mm -hmm. about that as well as you want to be stronger and your healthy side comes from having strong arms, strong legs, just a strong mindset. And all of that is body recomposition. It absolutely is. And I I have talked about that a little bit before. Um, when I was going through my weight loss era, I guess, <laughs> and, and then moving into maintenance, it is kind of that what's next, okay? Like I, I did that, but what is next? What you almost feel like you're in this routine of working on something. And mm-hmm. so you hit that, maybe you've hit that maintenance number. And so now you're feeling, well, what do I do next? And that's where you really start maybe thinking about improving your overall health. Okay, I lost the weight, but I want to be healthier in general. And that's where you take those habits that you learned throughout weight loss and you continue to apply them. Maybe you need to change them up a little bit. But overall, focusing on that health in general, it's going to give you the lasting effects in terms of health, especially as you age. Yeah. And one thing before we really dive into the meat and potatoes of this episode that I want all of you that are out there listening to know is that when it comes to body recomposition and weight loss, these are not opposing goals. You can do both. It's just there is a different approach to what you're doing. And that's really important to note. A lot of people think, oh, if I'm working on body recomposition, then I cannot focus on the weight loss aspect. And sometimes you're going to have to go back and forth, i.e. some people say, oh, I'm in a bulk or I'm in a cut, whatever the case may be. You're having to figure out what works the best for you. And so if your body weight is changing due to fat loss, water loss, or anything else, then the composition of your body overall is changing. And so they go hand in hand. Don't think, oh, so this is a complete shift from the weight loss aspect. We're just not focusing 
on the number on the scale in this episode. We're talking about what else does the weight loss mean and how do I change my body now that I've started to make these um, changes on the scale? Right. You're absolutely right. And you can, I mean, weight loss and body composition or gaining muscle, those kind of things, they can be, how do you say that word? Synonymous? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I had a a moment there, but anyway... It's a Monday, but no, they can absolutely work together. And it's just figuring out what works best for your body to do those. You can still be in a calorie deficit, but Mm -hmm. still um, do heavy weightlifting or do things like HIIT workouts where you are still building up that muscle, but again, still in that calorie deficit to lose the weight. So you absolutely can do both, just totally depending on what your goals are, where you're at in your journey and so on. And the first, the first way to go about this is looking at it as a holistic approach. Think of it as your health, not just being about pounds or losing pounds. It's about being physically fit in general and not just physical, but mental. You want to be mentally strong and you want to be living that lifestyle that supports your overall well-being. Yeah, I like to consider myself healthy's tough love coach because I think that <laughs> the mental aspect is so important. I mean, yeah. we just had our our Sunday night meeting. Um, like like Ashley just said, it's a Monday, and I told them, "All right, y'all, tonight is a tough love meeting, and I want you to stop fixating on the number of the scale, and I want you to start thinking about." Who, what, where, when, why, and how are you going to achieve your goals? And so often the reason why we are not achieving our goals is because of ourselves. I said this last night in the meeting that, and I love this. If you used to watch Scooby-Doo, y'all know I'm about to go off on a tangent. If you (laughs) used to watch Scooby-Doo, my favorite part besides them running around and, and Shaggy and Scooby eating all the snacks and Velma losing her glasses and falling on the floor. My favorite part was at the end, whenever they would unmask the person and they're like, it's Mr. Wilson. <laughs> we don't realize is that if you were to go and unmask the villain in your story right now, I guarantee it is you. Yeah, I, I agree. It is you. And some people don't want to face that fact, but you are the one standing in your own way. And it is because you are focusing on a number on the scale and not wellness as as a whole, that holistic approach. What is happening in my mindset? What is happening with my food choices? What is happening with my boundaries that I'm setting with people around me? And I was so happy to hear one of our members say, Monica, I stopped focusing on the scale and I started focusing on doing the work. I started focusing on my self-care. I started focusing on the food that I was eating. I started focusing on the movement. And she said, guess what? I stepped on the scale and I lost weight. And it's because I stopped fixating on that dang number mm-hmm. and I started to put in the work. Holistic approach. I absolutely love it. And it's so good to hear people, you know, real life experiences. You know, we're not just saying this stuff because we've looked it up or because we believe it's true. You know, we're, we're saying these things because we have seen it. We have experienced it. And we know from that experience that when you are putting your mind and your heart towards something and you're doing it for the right reasons, you can just kind of start seeing it all fall into place. It's not one of those like, I wish moments, you know, it's not, it's not this fairy tale story. It is absolutely something that is within reach as long as you are mentally there and putting yourself there in that good position. Yes. And I think we're constantly saying, well, what if? What if I was five pounds lighter? Then I would be able to, um, my body would look different. 
and I would be able to go to the gym or I'd be able to run around with my kids or grandkids. But what if we stopped saying what if and we just started to do it? We just started to live the life that we wanted to live. Mm -hmm. And we put in the work. We started doing the movement and our body started to change because of that. I think that you know, maybe some of you, as we started the top of the episode, were thinking, okay, body recomposition. I just now figured out the weight loss part. I just now figured out the tracking part. Now you're telling me I need to figure something else out. When you're losing the weight, which really you shouldn't be focusing on weight loss, you should be focusing on fat loss because that's going to help with the body recomposition. Your body will naturally change because of it. I guarantee you, if you go walk into your closet and you pick up one of the little measuring tapes and you go around your waist or you go around your legs, that your body has changed, even if you haven't realized that. And so body recomposition is not something that you have to think about and make it this complicated thing. Just start moving and just start doing it and your body will change because of it. You are so right. You're you're absolutely right. They're just these little steps, like you said, that fall into place is that's how it's going to come to be. Um, You mentioned body fat. And instead of, again, just generic weight loss or the number on the scale, the aim, like you said, is to trim down on the body fat. That's really what we're wanting to lose. When we lose weight, it is the body fat that we're losing. Some people don't know, a lot maybe do, but some may not. Um, Too much body fat can actually lead to health issues, things like heart disease, diabetes, the list can go on and on. And it can also, so the higher your body fat percentage, the, the slower your metabolism is. And for those that don't know, the slower your metabolism is, the harder it is to lose weight. Um, your body starts getting confused when your metabolism is slow. Maybe you're not eating enough. It's going to start storing things in your body. It's going to start storing that food as fat because it's afraid that it's not going to get enough. And so if you have that higher percentage of body fat, again, that metabolism is going to slow down. So when you focus on getting that fat percentage down, so things like being in a calorie deficit, doing some weightlifting, maybe some HIIT workouts. A lot of people may think just cardio, but there are studies out there. There have been things proven to show that doing just straight cardio, maybe like running on the uh, treadmill, it might not always reduce the body fat percentage. So figuring out the type of workouts combined with the right way of eating, that is what's going to help get that body fat down. Yes, absolutely. And going back to, um, you know, the thought process of a holistic approach, when it comes to body composition, um, you know, there are, or recomposition, there are some things that you need to take into account. You need to start studying your body. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we're in just this simple weight loss mode, we're not thinking about studying our body, how it actually works for us. I have loved and truly enjoyed figuring out what works for my body. I know that if I'm eating dairy a lot of times, I'm about to be really sluggish. But mm-hmm. if I'm getting in my fruits and my veggies and my lean proteins and uh, you know minimal carbs, I have the energy to keep going. And so keep these things in mind when you're thinking about body recomposition. You need you need to study your physiology, your nutrition, and create some programming that can balance that all out. 
So whether that is working with a nutrition coach or a health coach, whether that is working with someone that is a personal trainer that can put together some workouts for you, you don't have to start big. It's okay to start small. Maybe find some YouTube workouts that are easy for you to follow along. But when you are going through this body composition phase, you are going to have to do a little bit more work. You are going to have to figure out what works best for my body and what works for me is not always going to work for you. That's why it's not a one size fits all approach. And we have to truly understand the nutrition and the makeup of our specific body so that we can know how to fuel it appropriately in order to get that body composition that we so desire. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you said that the approach is going to be different because I mean, in general, most of what all, what we all want can be the same. We, uh, many of us have the same goals, but the approaches that we take in order to get there can be very different. Maybe the type of workouts that I need to do to start gaining more muscle are not the same type of workouts that you need to do to gain more muscle. It can all be so different. And going back to the whole talking about body fat and losing it, you know, how exactly do we get there? How exactly do we do that? And the answer to getting rid of that body fat is lean muscle, gaining that lean muscle. And some people are like, oh, you know, weight training or strength building bodybuilders, you know, no, (laughs) gaining muscle is not just for bodybuilders. I promise you guys, more muscle, it's going to mean a faster metabolism. That whole thing that I just said before about the slow metabolism with more body fat, the way to get rid of that is to have more muscle in your body. The more muscle you have, the faster your metabolism can be, which is going to help you burn more calories and it's going to help you keep that healthy weight in check. And I have personally experienced this when I, I've said it before, um, throughout the journey of losing weight, I didn't work out a whole lot. I was just so mainly focused on eating right and forming those habits. I was like, my mind just can't process adding anything else at the moment. But once I had all those healthy habits in place, I had my eating in order. That's when I started doing more workouts. I love core exercises. I love using my weights. And I realized that I think that is a part of why I'm able to keep this weight off because I am gaining muscle. I don't have the body fat that I used to. And it is making my my metabolism um, even out. And it's been such a wonderful journey, like learning that about myself. It's amazing the things that you learn as you go. Yes. And and I love that you said it is not just lifting heavy because some people are like, oh, I'm ready to gain some muscle. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm just going to lift really heavy weights. And then your back and your neck and your legs are hurting because you don't know what you're doing and you're still not gaining any muscle. There is a science behind it, y'all. And I'm going to get sciencey for two seconds here. <laughs> and in order to gain that muscle, you are going to need an abundance of amino acids. And so I know that some people, and no, I am not a doctor or anything like that. This is just what I've learned from my research um, and becoming a health coach, what I've learned from my body. But you can achieve this, yes, through resistance training. So lifting a little bit heavier, but also with adding in additional protein. So if you were already struggling with protein, If you're wanting to build and gain some of that muscle, you're going to need to increase your protein intake. You're going to need to add it in to every meal and every snack that you're having while maintaining um, some energy intake. You can't just go Mm -hmm. work out hard, eat a bunch of protein and go lay on the couch. There has to be a balance between all three because you do need to lose that fat. And in order to do that, you have to mobilize that fat. 
and Mm -hmm. get those fatty tissues out of your body and make sure that they're being transported in order to oxidize and therefore speeding up your metabolism. So I know y'all, you're like, what the heck were you just talking about? But the main thing here is that you need to not only get your calories under control, but you need to get your energy under control. And that's why you see a lot of people that are lifting heavy. Um, they are doing other things as well, incorporating cardio, inco- mm-hmm. incorporating anything to just keep their energy up and up because you can't just go and build on this muscle, but not continue to increase your energy because that's what's going to help your metabolism continue to move forward at a fast pace so that you can do some body recomposition. I love that. And I learned something new today. I didn't expect to learn anything new today. (laughs) I'm so glad we have this wealth of knowledge. And yeah, you had mentioned um, it doesn't have to be like extreme weights. It doesn't have to be super heavy. I can tell you guys, I don't own anything. Well, I mean, my husband does, but I don't mess with his stuff. (laughs) I personally don't own or use anything more than a 10 pound weight. A lot of the time I just use my eight pound weight and I just do more reps, you know, take breaks in between, just do more. Um, And I could be wrong about that. You know, I am not somebody who has a degree in that, but I know that that's what's been working for me. And I'm not going to strain my body or push it further than I know what my limits are. I know that I have problems with my back. So there's no way I'm going to go trying to do like 25 or 30 pound um, weights when I don't want to risk that. And the 10 pound weights have been working great for me. So, (laughs) and I love that you said that because I hope that someone that's listening, that's thinking, wow, she said 10 pound weights. I can only get to eight. That you feel inspired in the fact that it doesn't matter what, what you're doing. Resistance training and lifting heavy does not, just like weight loss is not one size fits all. Resistance training is not one size fits all. What's heavy to me may not be heavy to you. And so that's when you just have to focus on time under tension. So you're doing, you know, a little bit less reps, but you're holding it for a longer time so that you're building that muscle slowly. And it's okay if you're just doing a five pound weight. How long are you able to, you know, do your your flies and it's it's taking you a little bit longer, but you're really spending that time under the tension. Or if you're squatting, are you doing a slow, deep squat and then exploding up at the top? You don't have to lift a hundred pounds. Y'all, mm-hmm. I I work out a decent amount. And I have gotten really good at lifting a little bit heavier, but still my max, if I'm just doing, you know, some some dumbbells or something is about 35 pounds. Like, and some people are like, oh, that's a lot, Monica. But other people are, are thinking, okay, but I do 50, I do 60, whatever the case may be. And sometimes I'm going back down to the 10s because my arms are hurting and I'm Mm -hmm. just not there. And so you don't have to lift heavy to make this happen. I've seen tons of people that have been able to really focus on body recomposition, low and slow with the weights. I love that you said all that because it just, it really goes back to how we were saying the weightlifting doesn't have to be for bodybuilders. You truly can make it completely, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not compatible, but you can just make it how you want it to fit your needs. Completely customizable. Customized. Thank you. Monday. <laughs> Completely customizable. And that's why I love when you can customize your own plans. Why do y'all think that personal trainers and nutrition coaches, they personalize your nutrition plans and whatever you're doing to you because they know that no two clients are the same. Is there usually a template that you can plug and play and switch things out? Absolutely. But we don't have to do what the person's doing. Even if you have a workout partner, your workout is going to be 
different than theirs. And that's okay. It is. And that really falls into eating plans as well. I mean, of course, we are talking about not just weight loss. We're talking about overall body composition and overall wellness. And that leads into the way you eat. Some people's bodies just can't handle as many carbs. Maybe they really do bloat, maybe gain some water weight or whatever it may be when they eat too many carbs. And others, they have to watch their sodium. It can cause a lot of bloat. And you know, my I know personally, my body doesn't have a problem with carbs, but I know other people, they're like, that's something I have to watch. And that's where that customizing comes in. You do have to be very in tune with your body and learn through these experience to figure out what truly is going to be best for you. And not just best for you health-wise, but something that's also sustainable in that long-term because we are we are all in this for the long haul. Yes. And you know, it, body recomposition is not going to take forever. You know, eventually you're going to get to where you want to be. The journey may not even take as long as your weight loss journey has taken because you kind of know how you want to look and, and where you want your body to go and where you want it to sit. But the fun part is figuring out what way do I look and feel the most comfortable and confident? And I think that's what's the most important thing because no matter what your size is, no matter what your age is, there's nothing that says besides these beauty standards that are constantly thrown out that we do not care about because we live our own life. But there's nothing that says, okay, Monica, you need to weigh this amount of weight and your body needs to look this specific way. And that's why I love that in the health and wellness community, people are starting to embrace bodies at all sizes because Mm -hmm. what you may deem as unhealthy is someone's perfect weight. It's someone's perfect body composition. And I love that because not everyone wants to be stick figured thin, um, you know, minimal muscle, minimal fat. Some people thrive and they live a healthier and happier lifestyle um, with more muscle with a little bit more weight and sitting in a comfortable range. So I love that we're finally getting to the point where, you know, not only can we talk about the number on the scale, but we can talk about body recomposition without judging people and the way that they look and the way that they feel the best on this journey. Yes, so much. Yes, like seriously, for at least a little bit, forget those idealized weight goals. I mean, to be honest with you guys, completely open and transparent, my quote unquote, body weight should be for my height, anywhere from like 123, I think to 150, if I remember correctly. And that's going by those charts that you see online or even that the doctors give you. And I can tell you guys right now, if I was 123 pounds, I would have zero muscle. I would have nothing on my body but skin and bones. And I would not be happy or comfortable at that weight. And I wouldn't be able to sustain that. My body has settled in around the 145 range for my height. And that's just where I'm comfortable. And I know that that's how my body is supposed to be. And I know that I'm also healthy in being at this spot in my life. Um, I can't imagine maybe someone who's just not knowledgeable enough, hasn't looked up enough things when they begin this journey and thinking they have that ideal weight that they want to be, mm-hmm. not realizing that maybe it's not sustainable. Maybe it's not actually healthy for them because our body compositions, our makeups are so different and unique. You have to find that sweet spot for you, something that you are going to be healthy at and happy at. Yes. And when you were saying all of that, it it threw me back to last week's episode when we were talking about, you know, weight gain and all of those different things and that being such a taboo topic. And so since we talked about that, um, 
I do want to note here that sometimes when you are going through the body recomposition stage, you're gaining a little bit of weight because you're gaining muscle. And so you, you're probably used to seeing the scale, you know, for some people being at 150 and now you've put on muscle and you're at 155. Don't let that alarm you. And if you're going to let that alarm you, make sure you pop back and listen to that episode (laughs) um, because it's one, it's normal. And two, when you are gaining muscle that you're inevitably going to gain a little bit of weight. And that's why I really think it is important. And I've seen some people on social media that they have gotten into that body recomposition stage mm-hmm. and they're gaining a little bit of weight when they're gaining the muscle. And in the beginning, they're like, oh, in that case, if gaining muscle means gaining weight, I don't want to do this. But you should not have that mindset because right. when did it become that gaining muscle is unhealthy? It's not unhealthy. It's really going to help you in the long run. It's going to help you become stronger, faster, be able to have more movement in the gym, have more movement with your family and your friends. And so because we talked about that topic of weight gain, I did want to mention that here as well, that when it comes to body recomposition, there is a chance that you will also be gaining some weight and don't let that alarm you. But you have to, again, have that check-in with yourself and figure out what is a healthy range for me. That's why you should have Mm -hmm. a goal range and Mm -hmm. not a goal weight. What is most comfortable for me? And when do I feel like I've gained enough muscle to where I'm like, okay, I'm here. And now all I want to do is fully maintain my weight loss and fully maintain my muscle gain. I absolutely couldn't have said it better. And it brings up the thought, like the thing that circulates around every now and then, I'm sure you've heard it, but you start seeing people saying things like, well, muscle weighs more than fat. And it's just, I'm not making fun of anybody. Absolutely not. It's just, you have to sit and look at it this way. If you have five pounds of muscle and you have five pounds of fat, they are both five pounds. Mm -hmm. But look at the mass, how much space they take up. And in fact, the fat does take up much more space than the muscle would, even if they weigh the same. And so that's why, like you were saying, you're trying to lose weight, but you're also working out and gaining muscle. Maybe you're not seeing weight loss on the scale, but you are probably having a fat loss while also gaining that muscle. And so that's why to me, it would be so important to do things like take measurements because although you're working out, you're doing all the right things, you're drinking your water, you're tracking your food, you're eating fresh and healthy, you can be doing all the right things and maybe you see the scales up three to five pounds within a couple of weeks. Take those measurements because I guarantee you more times than not, you're probably still getting maybe smaller. Maybe you're getting bulkier in your arms or your legs because you're working those out more. But in fact, you probably are still losing the weight. It's just starting to take up, be taken up by muscle. So just a little side note rant there because it it breaks my heart when I see people say that they're gaining weight as they start working out and that makes them want to just not work out. Mm -hmm. And you have to think about those overall health benefits. What are the benefits to working out. You know, there are so many things. It's so heart healthy for you. You know, the list can go on and on and on. I love that. And I'm so happy you gave that visual to the listeners because I mean, honestly, y'all, how many of you out there have said these words? I'm doing everything right. I'm tracking my food. I'm drinking my water. I'm working out, but I'm still gaining on the scale. 
And I don't know what's going on. Most of the time you're gaining muscle Mm -hmm. and that's what's going on there. And that's why it's important to have those non-scale victories. And we cannot solely rely on the scale. Find success beyond the scale. You're going to be so much more happier in the end because you're going to realize that you've been building these things that you actually enjoy doing. You're finding recipes that you're enjoying making and, and eating. You're finding these maybe these workout routines that you actually enjoy. And that's going to make it so much more worth it because not only are you probably losing weight, but you are also building this healthier body that is going to sustain your your life basically as you age. I mean, you really have to think about it as investing in, in long-term health, investing in a long-term commitment. When you start looking ahead, the whole approach is to keep you healthy for the long run. It's not just about looking good now. It's not just about losing the weight now. It's about feeling great and reducing the risk for either chronic diseases, whatever it may be as you age. Yes, y'all, I'm in here for the long term. I want to look good in my 50s and 60s and 70s. I'm not Mm -hmm. just worried about now. I want it to last. And, um, you know, I, I, I really find that taking that holistic approach to weight loss has made things a lot easier for me. I feel Mm -hmm. like I don't struggle as often because honestly, I don't really look at the scale that much. I think about, do I have less, less migraines? Do I, do my clothes feel better? Do, am I less bloated? Am I happier, truly happy from the inside out? Um, you know, can I stop those cravings that are keep popping into the back of my mind? Those are all things that I know have all come from having a holistic approach to weight loss and to wellness. And I have really enjoyed looking in the mirror and saying, wow, I really like the way that you look in that outfit today. Not, wow, why are your jeans that size? Exactly. And that that can be a whole other story. Mm-hmm. Number sizes on on clothes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Let's not even get into that today. And, you know, also one thing to know, I know that body dysmorphia is super prevalent, especially to those in the weight loss and wellness community. Mm-hmm. I suffer from that a lot. Um, and so you, your body is changing. And that's why we always say, take the progress pictures. Because when you're looking in the mirror, sometimes you don't see it. You look at yourself every single day and you don't always see the changes that your body is making. I love this um, this Instagram sound that's like, the first place you're going to lose weight is in your face. I noticed that right away. My face looks completely different. But what I struggled to notice was, you know, was my waist getting a little bit smaller? Are my arms getting a little bit smaller? Are my feet? I've gone down like three shoe sizes since I've lost weight, which is amazing. And you guys just need to take the pictures because you will see that your body is truly changing before your eyes. And if you're solely going off of the measurements on a scale or the clothes that you're wearing, you're not going to get the full picture. I had someone the other day that was like, that hadn't seen me in months. And they're like, oh my goodness, your body looks so different. And I was like, no, it doesn't. And, you know, they asked my mom, they're like, are, is she serious right now? Or is she joking? Because I'm always joking. Oh, I can't be serious to save my <laughs> life. And she's like, no, she's very serious right now. She does not see through her own eyes that her body is changing. Mm-hmm. And I had to go back and look at some pictures of myself. And I'm like, wow, let's bring this back to reality. Your body has changed drastically. So if you feel like you don't know if your body has been changing and you have been on this journey for such a long time, stop what you're doing. Press pause on this episode. Don't close it out. Just press press pause. Uh Go take a picture of yourself. 
compare it to who you were last year. And I guarantee you, you're about to blow your mind. You absolutely are. And to add to that, if it's not too late, keep one pair of your old pants and like yes. maybe in one old shirt because that was something I, I have also struggled with that. Guys, I am, I can't believe I'm saying this almost four years into this. I started January of 2020. Here soon, before we know it, it will be January 2024. Oh my goodness. I know. It, it's crazy to say that. So I'm almost four years into this and there are still days that I look at myself and I think it doesn't seem like I lost any weight. It doesn't seem like I lost about 55 to 57 pounds, whatever it is. That body dysmorphia can be real. And the thing that sometimes keeps me in check, I have one pair of old... I'm looking up at my closet as I say this. I have <laughs> in the very back of my closet, one pair of old pants and one old shirt. And sometimes just pulling that out and looking at it, you know, holding it up and saying, okay, I see it now just to serve as a reminder. It's kind of like a humbling experience too, to look at where you came from and where you are now. It's a really good way of measuring that success without even having to look at the scale. Yes. And I love that. I also have a pair of jeans and a shirt from when I started. And I, I put that on every so often when I just need to remind myself of where I've where I've come from. And, you know, sometimes and I when we get so far out in our journey, like you said, you're almost four years out. I'm almost three years out, I think. Uh, yeah, almost three years you start to forget where you started. And I am a big believer in that your past definitely shapes your present, your future and everything else. And so I will always stop, take a moment and truly humble myself yes. by looking at pictures from the past, by putting on those old clothes, by looking at old you know, Instagram videos or reels or family events and just reminding myself that I have come a long way and I don't mean by the number on the scale. I mean the light in my eyes. I mean the way that I yeah. now stand tall and proud, the way that I'm in the front of the videos and the pictures now instead of hiding behind someone else and the way that I am not afraid to wear clothes that fit my current body type. Mm -hmm. I love my baggy clothes. We've talked about this before. We love, <laughs> yes. we love our leggings, but I am so proud and happy to discover a style that fits my current body type. And as I continue to lose the weight and as my body continues to, you know, reshape and reform throughout this body composition journey of losing the fat, I'm so excited to just see where I continue to go and where I continue to evolve in my style. So I hope that whether you are one of our beautiful ladies or one of our handsome men out there listening to this, that you are enjoying finding a style that fits your current body type. Stop dressing for the body that you were in and mm -hmm. start dressing for the person and the version of you that you are now. Find your style, find your fun, do it with fall. And yes. <laughs> Really lean into that because I'm telling you, when you start to dress the part, you will start to see how your body has changed. 100%. That right there is like the perfect example of a truly happy and healthy you. And I see the healthy in you because mentally you've got it. You know, I can mm -hmm. see it. And I love that so much. And that's that's really what this is all about. We're doing this because we want to be happy, right? So we need to do the things that are going to keep us happy long term. 
to take us to that success. Absolutely. And thank you. I'm I'm happy you see the happiness in me because <laughs> we are no longer in our sad girl eras. We are nope. here. We are shining. And, you know, again, it does not matter what stage of your journey that you're in. Maybe you were listening to this right now and you were banking this information for later because all you want to focus on is the fat loss and you're not focused too much on the body recomposition. And that's fine. Save this mm-hmm. for later. Put a bookmark. Make sure you come back. But don't wait until you reach the quote unquote end of what you think your journey should be to start mm-hmm. thinking about body recomposition. Because I don't want you, we don't want you to spend so much time retraining your brain. They can go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to find a good balance with it. You absolutely do. So if you take anything away, guys, remember why why this shift? Why think of it instead of weight loss or fat loss, think of it as healthy lifestyle in general, because it's not just about losing the weight. It's about becoming like you just gave us the perfect example, Monica. It's about becoming the happiest and healthiest version of yourself, giving yourself the best, longest, most enjoyable life you can give yourself by having all these healthy habits in check. Yes. Y'all, we want to be around for the long haul. Mm -hmm. We're meant to be here. Um, And Mm -hmm. If you have a family or if you're thinking about starting a family, you want to think about being the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. And if you are just focused on the number on the scale, you're never going to be happy because our bodies are always changing. They're always evolving and you're going to yo-yo sometimes. And so focus your happiness and healthiness on what does my body look and feel like? How mm-hmm. do I feel healthy, comfortable, and confident in my own skin? And once you get that down, then you will be able to truly live your best life. And it will be a ripple effect, which we've also talked about. We've also talked about that, yes. <laughs> it will be a ripple effect. I mean, y'all, I'm just still one of still one of Ashley's cheesy quotes. Rome wasn't built in a day. Y'all know yeah. we love the cheesy quotes around here. Rome was not built in a day. And this is not going to happen overnight. And you have to work at it day in and day out. And you have to be patient and you have to be on the long journey and just know that it will be worth it in the end. It will be so, so worth it to just wake up and be able to breathe and to be comfortable and confident and to put on the jeans, put on the leggings, put on whatever you want to wear because you feel confident in the body that you have worked so hard to create. 100%. And I just have to say that number on the scale cannot tell you how happy you are. That number on the scale cannot tell you everything that you've learned health-wise, you know, life-wise, whatever it may be. That number on the scale cannot, as cheesy as it is, it's not going to define you. It's not defining your success because only you know what you've done to come this far. And that is the most important is you doing you for you mm-hmm. to be to be the best you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. And what we've been saying in our Sunday meetings are these three things. I am worthy, I am capable, and I am deserving, period. Yep, that's it. Nothing else. That's all you need to know. And if you continue to move forward on your journey and when you continue to move forward on your journey, keep that in mind. You are worthy, you are capable, and you are enough. And that's all that matters. Beautiful. We're going to end it right there because we can't get any better than that, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of the member meetings, um, if you guys are not, um, if you haven't heard of them, head on to healthyapp.com. That's healthy with an I. 
check out the member meetings tab. You can see all, we have so many member meetings throughout the week. It's amazing. And I love it. You are guaranteed to find a spot that is going to work for your busy schedule, or you can attend like all of them. I can't even tell you how many there are in a week because there are so many. Oh, <laughs> there's more goodness. than, there's the more than one a day sometimes. So you're sure to find something and you can find a coach that you really mesh with. There's different meetings for different, you know, stages of life and whatnot. So please go on and check it out. And I'm just going to do a little plug, check out the healthy blog as well. Again, like I mentioned before, Monica has an article up there and there are so many amazing articles that can give you even more information, awesome tips, tricks, and ideas, everything, lifestyle, um, just all of it. So please go ahead and check it out. And with that, thank you everybody for listening and we will see you all next week. Bye all. Bye.